Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever wondered what our malevolent Chaos Master Zenith as a player? Well, look no further. Life in the Equestrian Wasteland, an actual play podcast merging My Little Pony French was magic in the dark post-apocalyptic world of the Fallout series, specifically Fallout through New Vegas, where things can be just as horrific and gritty, but also Calgatzini! Where friendships may change, but the world never changes. Now on our Patreon. Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Faerun, the Untold Story. Make sure to check us out on patreon.com forward slash Faerun. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Faerun LLC. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Faerun, the Untold Story. With me today is Party One, bringing on Zen. Hi, my name is Trent. I play the character known as Zenith M. Grimm. Uh, he is a human ranger who uh, hunts dragons for a living. And Lainey. Hi, I'm Lainey. I play Diane, the half-human, half-deer druid. Kate. Greetings, everybody. I'm Kate. I play Araya. She is a six-foot-tall, six-foot-tall human paladin who likes to play cards and hit things. Random. Random. I like to play Magnus the Hill, the greatest hobo to have ever lived. And last but not least, Badger. Who is trying to get his phone yet, so no problem. There we go. Okay. Right. <laughs> Hi. All right. Starting from the top. Okay. Um. Hi, everyone. I'm Badger. I play Yikra, the reborn dragon monk uh, cleric who's has a best friend named Fenris. All right. And Random, you want to give us that amazing recap? Well, friends, in the last session, I tried to get a new worker for indentured servitude at the Artisans Guild. Doesn't know it yet. But more importantly, we spent about two hours trying to infiltrate a cult and killing some gnolls, in which I forgot to t- take the trophies off them and feel severely upset over it. All right. So, yeah, they uh, party one had managed to travel from Wallace over to the tomb of Larg, and they were promptly attacked by a bunch of gnolls. Uh, we will actually be picking up right there, uh, right after the carnage, and you guys had kind of a moment to breathe after the fight. Um, in front of you guys is a massive kind of carved out uh, tomb that is in the side of the mountain. Um, so mountain face, carved out tomb. There are two massive uh, stone doors attached to the uh, to the tomb. And there are two chains, one hanging off of each door handle. And then, of course, you guys had split up all of the gear that the gnolls had dropped. So yeah, I turn it over to you guys. What do you want to do? Oh yeah, they're are fine. the chains locked? No, they oh, are kind of like pull chains, like an extension of the handles. I got a few things I want to do for this one. Okay. First of all, I want to take some trophies from the gnolls. In that case, I'm gonna take a thief and put that in a weapon. Sometimes it's gonna be cool. Okay, so you're gonna grab some gnoll <laughs> teeth. Uh, yep. Go ahead and just somewhere in your inventory or notes, mark that, that you're taking a handful of uh, teeth or whatnot. Anything hey. else? I'm also my current disguise. Okay, I'm thinking of myself to use the clothes under those. 
gonna try to uh I would assume uh pull on the chains, open the doors. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna attempt to pull this door open. Um go ahead and do me a favor and give me an athletics check. I'll help him out for advantage. Yes, go ahead and roll advantage, Zen, on athletics. Why don't you guys describe exactly how you're going to attempt to do this? Um, so I'm guessing it's kind of one of those uh, Zen is... Oh, Diana's rolling. Okay, so Diana is going to go ahead and grab a hold of these of this chain on that one was... side. I rolled the wrong one, sorry. It's okay, I'll open the door. No, it's... Yeah, she already rolled it. We'll take that 22 on athletics. Um, so yeah, so Diana's going to grab a hold of this chain and Yikra is going to kind of come up behind her to give a little extra leverage. And as you guys heave this door, it is going to just make this massive scraping sound as stone on stone is just grinding as you pull this door open and you are going to be able to pull it about five feet open. So you're going to have a five foot gap, um, kind of that, uh, slanted door open, like if you put a doorstop in, kind of look to it. Are you looking inside? Yeah, and so much for sneaking in. I learned my lesson <laughs> into a door. Alright, so who's looking in? Um, yeah, I will. Um, see. Darn it. Okay, so as you look inside, uh, as I shared the map with you guys, you are going to see a small room, kind of an entrance room, and on the left and right side are two doors, and in front of you is another uh, slightly smaller but still massive double doors. And you are going to also see this young man just kind of frozen for a moment as he turns and looks right at you. A uh, human wearing a kind of mish of black and red robes looks kind of like patchwork, uh, something he probably threw together himself. And he's just going to freeze for a second, look at you, and just... Uh, Can I well, talk? Um, <laughs> yes. Magnus finishing his outfit goes up, and the first thing the boy sees after a deer opens up the door with the strength of Hercules <laughs> is a funny ass elf, funny ass blonde, half elf looking guy. Goes to him and says, Oh, um, quite sorry, but uh, is this the cult of Beshaba we have heard so much about? We uh, are trying to join, you see. So at that, he's going to kind of pause look down and straighten his robes a little bit. Just go, uh, welcome to the tomb of Varg. Uh, yes, this is, this is where the worshippers of Arithnal, uh, reside. You would like to join us? Ah, yes, I'd love that. You have heard such great things about you. I, I see. That, that is, that is absolutely wonderful. You have, you have taken your first step in, 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 in joining the the true worship of seeing the end of all creation. It is a beautiful blessing that our God is bestowing upon us. Please, please come. Join us. And he is going to kind of wave you inside. Um, I'd like to pull up the hood on my cloak of elven kind. Um, and then like, all right. And she's kind of like, yeah, come on. I'm like, ah. like, as he like looks to me, I'm kind of just like, yeah, I'm just our security. Don't. <laughs> uh, give me. Is that deception still? Is that still a thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, give me deception on that. Oh, I have... Oh, no, it's... um. So that's a six. 
he's just kind of going to look at you and just, you know, that uh, feigned ignorance smile that people will give you when they clearly can tell you're not telling the whole truth. You just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of give that feigned smile like, oh, of, of course, I, I, I understand. Please, please come. It, it is no worries. We are all close here. Oh, friend, it's just something ended up happening to his family a while ago. And while I do know it's rude to tattle, he does want to just join them again, you see. A lot better way than to join the World War together. Nobody will be missing anyone else, now, would they? Go ahead and give me a deception as well. I have a plus I'm seven. Just... No, I hope to God I don't fuck it up. At 12, that's not ah! bad. 12. <laughs> He's going to kind of just, oh, I, yes, our, our maker, our God, our glorious, trusting, beautiful God accepts all and for all their reasons. Please come in and why don't you meet our wonderful family? And he is going to kind of start to turn around and walk up to these double doors and just tap. In kind of a three tap, two tap, three tap uh, succession, and the double doors are going to open, and there are two more uh, robed. Uh, one of them is a half elf, and the other is a half orc. Are going to open these doors, and they are just going to stand there and smile and kind of do a short head tilt bow and say, "Welcome to Sanctuary." We humbly request that you meet the family. Can I do that? Go ahead. I'd like to uh, look at Araya and then kind of like, uh, sh- like kind of like shift my head over to the to the open door where the carnage is outside. Wait, did we ha- we hid them right in the uh, bushes? Yeah. Well, you guys we, we kind did. of pulled them into bushes, but they're I mean, there's still blood all over the ground. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna like kind of tilt my head to the door and be like uh and like look away from them and at her and mouth well like we should close that <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of give him the the head nod like you know <laughs> trying to keep it quiet and on the down low uh yeah if following you along <laughs> so Araya, are you gonna try and shut this door yeah <laughs> yes the front door you know, I'm uh, gonna try to be like, I should be polite and close this door. Uh, so as you pull the handle from the inside, the door will just slide shut. Awesome. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Zen, what were you trying to do? Uh, I was gonna let my little. Uh, is the doors to the left or to the right open at all? No, they are shut, but they are standard wooden doors. I was gonna have my imp fly ahead and then tell me what he sees ahead, but. I'll just have him stay with me at this point. Okay. Uh, no problem there. Uh, yeah, so this gentleman is going to lead you in the hallway. Um, as you guys make your way down the hallway, it's kind of a long uh, 25, 30-foot corridor, uh, 10 feet wide. There are old and covered-in-dust tapestries of different goblins. Uh, kind of each one depicts a slightly different different view of the same picture kind of thing where it's several goblins holding up their arms kind of in worship and floating slightly above them is another goblin 
but he has a set of bracers on his forearms and is holding a sword pointing straight at the sky. And there's kind of this little flare of light that is uh, twinkling off the tip of the blade. Um, but like each tapestry you look at, it's slightly from a different angle. So like in some of the pictures, you can see their faces and other ones, you see the back of their head kind of thing um, as you walk down this corridor. The Legend of Goblin, a link between worlds. <laughs> yes. Uh, so off to the right side, you're going to see a just kind of a cave-in looking thing where there's an opening into a cave entrance off to the right side. And to the left, there's going to be another door, a uh, wooden door. Um, you guys are going to hear kind of a snarling sound coming from the cave area. Not a threatening one. It sounds more like animals communicating with each other. Uh, oh, and the uh, this young gentleman is going to kind of look to you and then uh, open this door to your left. Please, uh, uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry. I We don't get many visitors. Uh, please come in. It, it's been too long. And he opens this door and you are inside. You are going to see several uh, kind of a mix of races in once again, kind of tattered robes, black and red mixtures. Um, but there's going to be this tall, slender uh, drow female uh, standing at the head of this room. And she is going to kind oh, of turn wow. and see you guys and just... Uh, so she is the only one who is in all black, like pristine, perfect robes all the way down. And she is just going to open her arms wide to you and say, welcome, children. How may we wel- How may we accept you into our beautiful home? Zen kind of like gets close to Raya and like faintly whispers in her ear, like very low and under his breath. Uh, these guys are freaking evil. <laughs> <laughs> Araya is going to agree. As basically, as long as everything stays copacetic, she's just she's not going to commit to anything. She's just going to go with the flow. And Zen's going to hold his hold his whatever for if if Araya decides she's going to do something for now. Magnus takes a deep breath, and I can guidance on myself before I say anything. I am not fucking this up. <laughs> um. Okay. We have. Um... I'm just uh I'm just uh gonna um have Fenris right next to me and then have him sitting down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All I can imagine is just me sitting in the corner just like blank look, awkward this on my face, like this goes against everything I believe in. Uh Zen pulls out his <laughs> pipe, lights it and starts smoking it as he's kinda just like looking around the room. So So yeah, you're gonna see a as I said, a mixture of kind of races in here, humans, elves, half-orcs. Uh, there is a few halflings here, uh, just kind of all mixed and matched. There's just ranges of sizes of people. And this woman, this drow woman, is going to walk up a little bit closer to you, kind of that gliding walk. When your feet are covered by a robe, you have that kind of glide look to you. Um, and she's going to, uh, who's in front? Who was kind of following closest behind this guy? I'm in the back. Because I talk. Okay, so she's going to walk right up to Magnus and say, Hello, child. My name is Evnol. I am the High Priestess of Arithnal. 
it is my pleasure in welcoming you welcoming you into this home. Um oh, uh Badger, you said you were kicking off your undead sense, right? Yeah, eyes of the grave. One moment, please. I forgot something. This, is this changed Uh-oh. everything. For this changes a whole lot of things. I don't think uh, there's a skeleton in like five miles from here. And if uh, there is, they're probably still dead. What is it called? Sorry. Eyes of the Grave. Eyes of the Grave. Okay, I've got to pull this up. Ah, all right. So as soon as you kick this off, you are going to pick up um, one undead figure in this room. Um, and it is pointing, you know, the exact location. Yeah, it is pointing you right to Magnus. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Let's not talk about this for now. Uh, so. No. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows about this so far. Okay. Correct. Only Yegra knows this. Secret, you jerk. <laughs> you even want to save your asses from getting killed by a fucking goth mom over here. Wait. The first idea is I better go check for corpses. <laughs> this changed they want to in end a way the world. I was not expecting. Oh. <laughs> you know how hard it is to be quiet when you know things. Yes, I do, because right. I kept this secret for months. So this nobody knows the exact answer. Only Yikra knows this. Even Magnus would not know that this knowledge is in y- Yikra's eyes. Okay, so Yikra. You are aware that Magnus is undead. What you do with that information is up to you. Are you doing anything right now about it? I'll talk while he's considering his option. Okay, so, yes. Uh, Evnal is going to kind of extend her hand out, that kind of, um, the back of the hand raised to Magnus, uh, kind of the expected uh, greetings. Do I kiss it? That depends. Uh, how do you, this could be, you know, you just take her hand, it's kind of a curtly shake, or you could uh, lower your head to kiss it. It It's kind of one of those, you interpret it how you take it. But she is just going to raise her hand to you. I'm taking the hand and I'm doing a small bow. It's quite a pleasure. Okay. My name is uh, Glenn. Full name is pretty long, so I want to bother you with it. We're here because he does a fake, like, hi- like trying not to cry. Because a lot of our family ended up dying in a giant raid recently, and we thought it would be nice to see them again or be with them soon, you know? All right, go ahead and give me deception on that. Deception with a plus four and my natural fucking plus seven. If this Mm -hmm. fails, I will be so upset. Go ahead. All right, the 17. And the plus four. 20. So. 20 total. That is a good roll. Um, nice. Yeah, so um, yeah. So she's going to pause for a second, and after you kind of bow into her hand a little bit and explain this to her, she's just, she's going to take her hand back and place it over her chest, and she just goes, my poor children. It breaks my heart knowing that there is such unnecessary sorrow in this world. It is our only desire to rid this world of the sorrow and hate and greed so we could all return back to our true homes. Do you Mm. understand 
what it is we are trying so hard to accomplish here. I heard that you're here to make sure we all together forever in death, ridding the world of all problems. So yet to enjoy ourselves for all of eternity, right? You, you truly understand. You are welcome in this wonderful family and what we plan to move forward. Please, this is just one small piece of our family. Now, I ask that you have the patience and the foresight to accept the rest of our family. And she's going to kind of look pointedly at everybody, like... Araya's standing there, like the typical like law enforcement stance, feet kind of apart, her arms folded, kind of like, I'm putting up with this, I'm putting up with this. <laughs> Lay how long did you get to kill her? I mean, I can only imagine that I'm in the corner having like a mini panic attack, like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, severely apologize. Go ahead. But trust me, your mind's on the right. And Yikra's just standing there. She's uh, just like, yeah, uh huh, mm hmm, yep. Just like that, uh, agreeable kind of uh, face and head nods. <laughs> mm hmm. I gotcha. Uh, so she is going to kind of. Uh, bring her hands forward, like, and please join us in the, well, for lack of a better term, the catacombs is where the rest of our family has decided they were going to reside. And she starts walking kind of in between you guys to go to the other side of you to head back into the hallway. Um, she's like, I please not let her join us. Okay. Yeah. So there's enough space to where you could like kind of step away from her so she can't touch you. But still, look, I'm guessing you're trying to still give off the, like, I'm just being courteous, letting you through. Sure. Um, what's everybody else? What okay. are the other individuals doing? Oh, uh, the rest of the family was kind of just sitting there, uh, kind of looking up and watching you guys. They were just kind of more or less working on different things, like some of them were writing or others were stitching robes, things like that. Uh, they're just meanly tapped. Can I make an insight check to see if they're acting naturally? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, same. Yeah, reading the room. Go ahead. Uh, throw insight for me. Uh, so that is a 20 for Zen. Oh, I don't have insight? Hold on. I th I think I do have insight as a s skill, but it's Everybody not Everybody should. Well, it's not clicked on as a... Oh, for proficient? No, okay. No, I don't. Yeah. That's you odd. did okay. not take insight. <laughs> I mean, you still got a really high insight anyway. Not with that roll. Uh, well, I mean, you know, with a six. <laughs> so Zen with that 20 on insight, um, just kind of taking in the room, most of the uh, kind of collective of the family are just curious looking on at you guys. Like, you could tell they're trying to stay out of the conversation. Like, clearly our leader is speaking. We stay quiet. Um, she is handling all this. but. Who, who are these people? And they're just, they're really trying to read you guys as much as they, you guys are reading them. Um, there really doesn't seem to be any ill intent, nothing like that from them. Oh, are we any still blessed? Yes. I mean, oh, I'm putting guidance on myself just in case. <laughs> I get a, uh, I get a D4 for perception and insight rolls. Oh, what is that from? One of his several things. 
called Sentinel's Intuition. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I don't remember if Araya cast Bless from that last fight, but I don't know if it's still active. I think it's 10 minutes for Bless, right? Yeah. An hour. It's an hour. Yeah, so you guys still have... to be specific. Oh. No, 10 rounds is a minute. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I have to go read it again. Okay, I so had to migrate be... positions, so... Yeah, if it's if it's only for a minute, then it would be expired by now. But yeah, so she's going to kind of lead you guys towards that caved-in direction and just walk past you, like, expecting you to follow her. I naturally do. Okay. Are you kind of keeping, like, right next to her or, like, slightly behind her kind of thing? Slightly, slightly behind her. I have to put on the show that um, I think I'm less than her. I'll let my... I'll let my imp float above, like, uh, be, like, a little bit above her. Okay. I got you. Yeah, there's plenty of space above her. Uh, these ceilings are about 15 to 20 feet high, depending on which section you're standing on. Um, yeah, so, uh, what name did you give again, Magnus? Glenn. 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 It's in my awimidinade Glenn pattern. Because I'm an elf. Yes. Yes, Glenn. And she's going to go, yes, Glenn, it it sorrows my heart that you have gone through all of these troubling times. What do you expect to gain with us? I I understand our mission is to rid the world, but what what is it you are offering us? Well, Gold. I, uh, I know how to play music. Many people oh. um, prepare for our final song, and I also know some magic if it helps. Was a quite talented. Absolutely, that is wonderful to hear. Music helps people free their souls from the chains of this world, and it it truly pushes you to accept one's future. Now, as I mentioned, our other parts of our family they uh oh they're learning to accept us, and I hope they will accept you as well. Um, and as you guys kind of weave through this cave, um, you guys are going to come up and around, and there is literally going to be a kind of catacomb setup where there are eight sarcophagi uh, kind of spread out in this room. And then there is a single set of kind of like that mixture of stairs and ladder kind of setup that is heading uh, down further into the tomb. Uh, you guys are going to see the decaying bodies of some demons that look like they were slaughtered here. Um, and there is also going to be several gnolls kind of sitting on top of these sarcophagi. Um, and huh. they're going to look up at you guys and start to snarl. And Evnol is going to raise her hand just very gingerly that kind of um, wisp of a hand raise. And they're just going to kind of lower their head for a moment and uh, silence their snarling. Please, each of you, take and step in front of one of our families and allow them to greet you. It is best that they understand your scent. Uh, can I, like, I want to do a thing. Well, never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I like lean over to Orion and I'm like, uh, I'm like, should I cast Hunter Mark on this? A Hunter's Mark on this, this thing? 
like this woman. I'm like kind of like whispering to her under my breath. I'm like, should I cast Hunter's Mark on this woman so that way she doesn't slip away through the darkness? The only oh, you said Hunter's Mark. That was the only word I couldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I said, should I cast it on her in case she has to slip away through the darkness? Hmm. That is an interesting thought you have, my friend. But will it give the wrong impression? It's my concern. If you like, I could try talking them out of it. Alright, I shall hold I am planning for that. I just don't want to disagree with the party, because that's a dick move. And I realize I'm in ten fucking ice already. It's just me whispering to to, uh, under my breath very quietly. Alright, never mind then. Would I be able to hear this with passive? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just kind of whisper back to Zen, as long as there is no threat to you, my party, and there is no unfair combat going on, I can maintain my stance. Okay. I'm kind of coughing while that goes on. Sorry, it's <laughs> a little dusty in here. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's going to kind of look to you and, please, they will they will not harm you. It, it is purely a formality in their culture to understand what scents belong to their family. And once again, she will kind of usher each of you to kind of step in front of one of these knolls. Yes, I'll bite the bullet. I kind of like and then with like this like feeling of like cringe in my chest, I ca- I cast. Uh, I have to find it. I'm sorry, it's not showing. Araya, little insight into Araya's Araya's mind. She she sees how this might serve benefit later if these knolls find her smell to be a friendly one, so to say. Uh, I want to cast a uh, druid craft and kind of cover my scent with like a smell of like. I don't know, I guess, like, flowers or, like, uh, kind of like the forest, just so when they smell me, that's what I smell like. Instead of, okay. you know, myself. I got you. <laughs> okay, so you're going to mask your scent. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, too easy on that one. Uh, would you mind, is there anything to it, or it just happens? Druid craft it's is just, just a, kind of a thing. Yeah, it just says, yeah. like, you create uh, a... I can't read that. It says you can create a harmless sensory effect such as falling leaves, a puff of wind, a sound. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Like, or a faint odor, a skunk, and an effect within a five foot cube. So, pretty much just okay. making myself smell like the woods, which obviously everybody already thinks I smell like that, anyways. So, right. I was just curious if there was anything like as far as dramatic show. Was there oh, anything no. to show for it, or is it more of a thought that just kind of allows you to do it? It's just more of a thought. Is it a, there should be tags with it, um, like vocal, somatic. Oh, yeah. That, oh, actually, uh, that's exactly what it says. I see it now. Okay. So, um, yeah. I'm going so, first. All right. Uh, Magnus, you are going to step in front of one of these knolls, and it is going to kind of look at you for a moment, tilt its head, and then sort of ignore you. I think it likes me. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I'll, I'll go next. It. Okay. So, Diana, uh, as you step in front of one of these knolls, it's going to look up at you, breathe deeply in through its snout, kind of giving that uh, grunting sound with it, and then slowly kind of move its head closer to you, like moving its snout uh... closer to you, until its uh, wet nose kind of 
touches against your fur ah, along the ah, deer no. portion of your body. <laughs> <laughs> As it kind of uh, nuzzles at your body, you can feel it just ever so slightly kind of just nip you with its front teeth. If you've ever seen how a dog uh, will kind of give that uh, greeting nip, most people yeah. despise it, but it's actually part of their um, uh, their way of greeting people. Congratulations, you um, just got friendship nommed. Yes. Um, and it's going to sit back up and kind of look down after it's done. Uh, who's next? Um, I'm going to uh, have, like, Fenris follow me. Uh, and I pretty sure he'll, he'd sniff back so yeah so you're up next then uh so yeah as yikro steps in front of one of the knolls um it's kind of going to raise its muzzle uh kind of showing a little bit of teeth but then look back over to uh evnol and lower its head again and just kind of sniff at you and then uh turn to fenris and it's it's going to stand uh, come over to Fenris and kind of do that like circle thing with Fenris, and they're both going to go around a circle a few times, <laughs> uh, checking each other out. But every <laughs> once in a while, Fenris is going to kind of look back at you, like we're not doing anything about this. Okay, <laughs> uh, all right, and eventually it's going to climb back up on the uh, sarcophagi to sit down. Uh, who's next? Araya will scowlingly take a step forward. <laughs> Alright, Araya. This creature is going to look up at you. How close are you getting? I'm basically like like one like standard step forward. I'm still got that arms crossed looking down at this thing like just get this over with. Okay. So it's going to look up at you and for uh give me a um Perception check, real quick. Uh, would you do me a favor and also go ahead and describe Araya's armor once again? So her armor, it it's pretty. She that's one of the things she does in her spare time, and she's slowly been adding like little adornments onto her armor. It's nice, but it's not like it's not bright shiny, but it's clean. It's a um, splint mail, so it's in my opinion, it kind of looks like plate armor, but just simplified and. It's got little markings on it. Is there anything emblazoned? <laughs> on the chest piece, amongst the markings, if you look for it, you can find the symbol of cord. It's it's not, but the thing is, like I said, she's got that typical uh, law enforcement military stance going on with her arms crossed across her chest for a reason. <laughs> okay, so it's covered. Got yes. It. So. <laughs> This thing is going to kind of glint its eye at you for a second. Like, you can see it's it's almost trying to make a connection with you for the briefest of seconds. Um, and it's going to move its head forward, sniff at you, and kind of stand and walk around you. Just slowly pace around you, sniffing at you. And it is going to let out just a very low uh, snarl. Look back over to Evnol. And um, return to its perch on uh, the sarcophagi. 
<laughs> I may be asking for a wrath of shit right now, but this is what would happen. As soon as she heard that thing start to snarl, she would turn to wherever she could see it a little bit and kind of snarl back at it because th- that's like almost disrespectful. Military. You're, you're, you're scoffing at me while you're <laughs> sniffing me. Okay, so you're going to snarl back at it? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I'm annoyed already, so this is what Araya would do. As you do that, it is going to kind of roll its shoulders back and try and stand as tall as you, even though it's about four inches shorter than you are at its full height. I'm going to look dead at it. (laughs) Oh, it's going to continue uh, to this time just not even under its breath growl, it is going to let out a growl at you just... And that's when I look back at its master and you say, what is up with this? I'm, my arms are still folded. All I'm going to do is turn my head. Why is it doing this? Uh, so Evnol is going to kind of do that uh, flustered rush up uh, to you two. And she is going to place her the palm of her hand on the back of this Noel's head. And you are just going to watch it go from fully erect, stretched, standing, straight into the fetal position, and start whimpering. Thank you for your understanding, madam. I and stand she is down going, as well. And she is going to look right at you. I apologize. As I said, they are still becoming accustomed to having family outside their own. It is not their blessing to allow for other living things to exist. I understand, ma'am. I stand. I do ask, is there any confliction in you being here? My standards are just combat. Justice in combat and fair fighting, ma'am. As long as nothing that happens in this room conflicts with that, my peace is here. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she's going to kind of nod at that and just Okay, okay. It's it's all right. Let's uh let's move on. Who who's missing? There's, I'll go. There's that, that. Yes, yes. You and uh you and your pet, please come this way. Okay. Um wait. So wasn't the imp invisible? Yes, it was. Yes. So as you step in front of one of these knolls, um it is going to look at you, kind of sniff at you, and then look up above you and back down at you and kind of sniff again and more or less it's going to ignore you kind of keeping its eyes off of you it never really looks at you yep um yeah so after all of that um Evnol is going to just kind of smile and go see that that wasn't so bad was it it's just we are trying to teach them the right way to encourage everybody to accept the way the world is going to go. Some of them are still blind to the true purpose. And after a moment, um, you're going to see this knoll that was just in the fetal position whimpering kind of slowly crawl its way back up onto the sarcophagi and just curl up and lay there. So, now that you have met the family, what is it you wish. You are welcome to stay here. Um, we do have a beautiful holiday coming in so few nights ahead of us. Would you be willing to join us for the new moon? That is something me and 
my friends will have to discuss. Please ask for some brief privacy, please. Of course, of course. Um, well, there's. I guess you could use the catacombs. I mean, or the cave area. It, it's really up to you. Um, but if you need me, I will be in my office. Um, but in about two hours, there will be time to pray uh, for our Lord and God, um, if you would like to join us for that. And she is just going to kind of uh, do that half curtsy kind of bow to you guys and uh, start walking away from you, leaving you in this room full of gnolls. Yay! My favorite! My, my comrades, we shall take our leave. We have much to discuss. Exactly my point, friend. I'm going to start walking to, towards the towards the cave uh, part um, mm-hmm. out of curiosity of what other snarls were in there. Yeah, it can... Oh, no, those, that was... So, from the cave area, it was probably the echoes from the catacombs portion because yeah. no oh, gotcha. had entered. Yep. So to give you an idea, there are exactly eight gnolls in that room. One per sarcophagi. So they likely sleep in the sarcophagi? Eh. Don't know. Hey, they can. Mm. Give me a they while. Can. I'm going to stay there for a good long while. <laughs> Does Magnus actually in. say that out loud? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, when I so... say things, I say it on the voice. <laughs> true, true. You are very consistent. All right, so reason. you guys are heading... Oh, in kind character. of like that cave area. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nobody is going to bother you. I mean, so if you guys want to have a conversation. And I'm going to say, uh, my friends, if I may, this is my stance on this situation. While I am not pleased to be here because I know the history of these beings, as long as my vows and my beliefs are not compromised, I can tolerate this because I feel that our method is for the greater good. Manipulation is always a very unappreciated art. Now, there are eight people here, one for each of the gnolls, and the gnolls like to reside under the While they do have gnolls, they have proven to be able to resist the urge for at least a little bit. I am still very confused over what we should... over... What we should do with the people. Some of them may be able to be brought back into the fold. Some others may be able to be convinced to help us lay the dragon. That way nobody shall truly be missed. If these people are wanting the end of everything, then I'm pretty sure that they would be more on the side of the dragon uh, keeping on with its destruction. So, hmm. Well... I think I, we could end up killing most of them, but that child in particular, he just... I do not think I would be able to hurt him. Or willing, rather. Able, I quite am. We were here to search for missing town folk, correct? Yeah, I was also wanting to ask if any of the people um, in that uh, in that one area uh, looked familiar. Um, No, not really. Uh, it looks like just a collective of random people who have come from different areas of the continent. Would you like me to ask? She does seem to buy my bullshit. At the same time, I can tell she's not all that she seems. She will be the first one to go. 
What um, I do know is these nulls was quickly eat an infant out of its bed, so I have no issue with taking their lives if it becomes necessary. And a drow would gladly orchestrate the attack of many gnolls on a village full of infants in bed if it so fits their desires. That's a good point. Very good. But they've been, they been cordial to us, so I say we should at least, you know, try to figure out if there are actually any uh, missing people here. Exactly my point. Again, I could always go and ask. Make up a story. I seem to... Oh, uh... Yeah, you seem to be really good at that, and I kind of give him a glare. Is there anything you would like to say, friend? <laughs> Maybe later. Exactly what I thought. And there were several creatures that are out for your blood and guts. It's not the friendliest of places. <laughs> Alright, so what are you guys doing, then? Are you returning to this uh, room with the rest of the uh, family? I'm going to go ask the meek little boy. Ah, yes. About the missing people. Oh, and okay. guidance once more because it probably wore out. Uh, how long does guidance last? About a minute. Yeah, it's probably over by now again. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you're going back to the uh, front room, um, as I said, the uh, half orc and the uh, I believe it was a half elf, um. We'll open the door so you can go speak to the young boy that was at the uh, kind of the greeting hall of this tomb. Um, and he's just going to kind of turn and look at you. Uh, 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 hi, hello. Uh, how can I help you? Oh, yes. Uh, you see, I had a friend here. He was from a small little town, Wallace. We ended up getting food there. And he told us about this place when we weren't to have a trip. And he said he was going to have the trip a little bit earlier. Have you seen uh, a small human with little black hair? Has he ever? I worry about him, you see. Oh, a uh, small human, black hair. Um, I mean, I I haven't seen any... Are you referring to, like, a kid? No, no, he was just a little bit portly. When I say human, uh, I truly mean half, you see. Oh, a halfling. Oh, uh, no. I, other than the members of our family, no one has stopped by that I'm aware of. But, I mean, I only greet people who open the door. That's that's my place for now. See, do you enjoy that place, friend? Oh, it's, uh, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta earn your stay and your keep. And, and this is, well, it's better than sewing. Really? But I've seen such wonderful artworks from people. Some yes. works of art, even something as small as a shirt, could be memorialized forever and worth more than some people even deem their lives. You have oh, a I... that, don't you? He looks at the ropes. I... You made them yourself, did you not? Oh, uh, thank you. Yes. Um, well, we we don't put much worth in things because, well, when everything is gone, stuff is just that. Um, it is it is much more important to. To accept the future and and not not worry about what is what is the present. Are you sure about? Are you sure? Maybe sometimes you just tripped up on life and you lost your way, like it couldn't be given back. To you. you just don't know. Show it to you if you like. I have a little home back in Wallace. I could give you a place to eat, a place to rest, even help you make money and gain the fame you so much deserve. Do me a 
favor and roll persuasion. Persuasion. Yeah. Question: Since he counts as a save, can I use my uh, what's the name of it again? Uh, my sorcerer skill that lets me add a d4 to it. I forgot the name. So this isn't really a save. It's more yeah, so. Yeah, I was hoping I could use my divine soul to you know help this poor kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know if divine soul will work for that. It's a skill, not a save. Yeah. All right. Twelve, and I put the extra fourteen. Okay. So a fourteen. Um, this kid is gonna kind of pause for a second and mull this offer over in his head, and he's just gonna, oh, I, I, it is, it is something that I have dedicated my life and have made a promise here. I, I don't see how I could possibly leave this grand, um, future behind. It. I, I just, I don't understand why, why would you want to leave here? Because I seen the world my friend this entire place i've lost a lot of things you know my family my friends everything i once held dear and in return i got to see the world from a different perspective a more rude one a more uncaring one and at the end of the day what i truly saw was just people and their works of art trying to get out so when i see you i don't see them. And nobody in ragged clothes trying to feel important in a cult. I feel a hero, an artisan, trying to get out to show that the world has wolf. You're part of the world. You're part of the value it has. And that at the end of the day, nothing, even death, can take that from you, child. Um, at the term calling this uh family a cult you are going to get a very brief kind of scrunched eye at you like that stern eye for that word um he's just gonna in time you will understand there is no value in this world but please understand we are one family here we are not divided from the rest of the world by some ideology but by a purpose of returning everyone to where they belonged all along and is that not what i'm trying to do child you you use the word value like it matters value is just a brief moment of distraction you you must release yourself of such bindings on this world for it may prevent you from truly accepting the darkness and the complete destruction of everything so everything can once again be whole. Do you truly want to know why I have been called here? I, it is not my place to want. It is purely my place to accept people through our doors and into the caring arms of our high priestess. All right, I'm going to do a bold act now. I'm showing my vampire. You're doing what? I am showing my vampire fangs. And do you truly think that's not my purpose on this world, friend? All right. Uh, give me intimidation. Intimidation? With Can advantage. Oh, boy. I'm going to be the herald of a cult. This is going to be fucking awesome. Ah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a 23. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's happening? All right. So as soon as you bear your fangs at him, you are going to see his eyes 
go just completely wide and his mouth is going to open, but no noise is going to come out. He is just stuck in that moment. Yeah. Just As frozen in fear. Of the one true God. He won't consume the world, fool. It's the gift. He will give us the gift to do it ourselves. To crave the world in eternal darkness where we are true enjoyment, true fulfillment. And yet you find and twist his words. I have been giving you the chance ever since I laid eyes on you. And now I have risked it all to save the one person here who has the abilities for the gift. Do you understand now? Or must I be clearer? He, he's going to just be stark white. All color is draining from his face. And he is slowly trying to back away from you. And he's going to trip and kind of fall on his back and start pushing himself towards the exit door. Um, and it's just... Please. I... What are you? Um, dead. Corpse at that. Rotting. In eternal suffering, until I use the suffering of others to allow myself to live. Now look at me, child. Look at me. And answer me one thing. Do you want to be just like me? Then stay here and see what happens. He opens the he, door. You open the exit door for him? Yes. Oh, he is, he is bolting out that door like he is gone is going to be sprinting as hard as he can out that door. I close the door and casually mention to myself, good kid, as I lower the tank. <laughs> Random man, you are freaking awesome. I'm loving this. You go, guy. Well, now that I have reason to hide it, I might as well use it to my advantage. <laughs> I am the, yeah. ho- the vampire king of hobos. What and you will that? learn why the fuck I don't need to sleep. This thing suddenly makes so much sense and I don't like it. (laughs) I casually go back to the rest of the group. Well, I have saved a soul today, friends. This is where I'm going to end this episode. So. We pick up for round two of Magnus preaching to Patchwork Kid. Let's see what your takes are on the first versus the second attempt at this. So, you truly dare to question my words, friend? Magnus Barris is thief. So the Patchwork Kid gets to understand what he truly is. A vampire. I am his will taken form. He was never to consume the world. It is the gift he bears to his loyal subjects. The will to have eternal darkness at our command. So we feast and rule forever. No more made to suit my own dark power. Now answer me, child. Are you ready to have everything you know and love devoured by your own hand?
and this episode was brought to you by Faerun LLC.